Section 25 of Ontario Public School Geography. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Ontario Public School Geography by the Ontario Department of Education. Section 25. Mexico. Position, Extent, and People Mexico, including the peninsulas of Yucatan and Lower California, lies between the United States on the north and Central America on the south. In area, it is about one-fifth as large as Canada, but it has a population almost one-half greater. A large part of the population of Mexico is made up of peons, or laboring class. The peons are poor, lazy, and ignorant. They are the workers in the mines, in the fields, and on the ranches. They live in houses built of sun-dried bricks called adobes, usually with one room for the whole family. The ruling class in Mexico are the descendants of the original Spanish settlers. The foreign population, who live principally in the cities and in the mining districts, have been attracted by the commercial and mining activities of the country. Surface and Coastline the surface of Mexico is divided naturally into four distinct sections. First, there is a coastal plain along the Gulf of Mexico, which in Yucatan widens out until it includes the greater part of the peninsula. Along the Pacific coast, there is a similar plain. Rising abruptly from the plain on both the eastern and western sides is a series of rugged mountains, which gradually come together as the country narrows toward the south. Lying between these ranges is a high plateau, which occupies the greater part of the interior. This plateau is varied by low mountain ranges. South of the central plateau is a region of high mountains and lofty volcanic peaks. The highest of these, Mount Orihaba, Star Mountain, and Mount Popocatapetl, Smoking Mountain, are covered with snow and ice even during the hottest months of the year. The peninsula of Lower California is mountainous and almost desert. The rivers, with the exception of the Rio Grande, are short and, owing to their rapid fall from the mountains close to the coast, are of little use for navigation. Dotting the central plateau are thousands of small, shallow lakes, which add much to the beauty of the scenery. The coastline is regular on both the eastern and western sides, with few bays and only two or three good harbors. Climate The climate of Mexico varies greatly according to the altitude and the distance from the sea. The Mexicans themselves speak of their country as divided into three regions, hot, temperate, and cold. The coastal plain of the Gulf of Mexico and the mountain slopes to a height of about 3,000 feet are included in the hot region, with hot summers and warm winters. The northeast trade winds provide plenty of moisture. The climate is tropical, with the trees, swamps, flowers, animals, and birds peculiar to the tropics. The west coast along the Pacific is very hot and dry, while the southern district, lying between the Pacific and Gulf of Mexico, is not so warm and is much more moist. Included in the temperate region are the higher mountain slopes to a height of 6,000 or 7,000 feet, and the greater part of the central plateau. 
the plateau is shut off from the influence of the trade winds consequently it is in many places so arid that irrigation must be employed the cold region includes the high mountains towering above and to the south of the plateau industries although the farms of mexico yield heavy crops of cereals fruits cotton tobacco and other products the chief source of the country's wealth is in its mines some of the gold and silver mines still extraordinarily rich were worked by the indians before the spaniards conquered the country valuable minerals are found from one end of mexico to the other at one place there is a mountain which is a solid mass of iron ore productive petroleum wells are in operation on the coastal plain there are rich mines of copper zinc lead sulphur and quicksilver most of the precious and semi-precious stones are found such as emeralds opals jasper garnets topazes and turquoises until recent years the mining methods employed were exceedingly crude and transportation was difficult so that the industry did not prosper as it might have done now with the introduction of modern methods and the building of railways mining has made great strides forward the mineral products at present form almost three-quarters of the total exports of the country manufacturing has not been one of the leading industries of mexico for this the ignorance and the laziness of the people are partly responsible but the main reason is the absence of coal of late years however water power has been developed and more factories are being built the most important manufactures are cotton tobacco earthenware leather and iron and steel products in the homes of the people rugs blankets hats hammocks and ornamental leather goods are manufactured and they find a ready sale especially to the traveling public cities and towns the city of mexico the capital and largest city nestles among the mountains at the southern end of the central plateau it has many old buildings dating back to the days of the spanish occupation and side by side with these are modern business structures the cathedral is one of the most beautiful buildings in america near at hand on the plateau is puebla one of the oldest of the spanish cities and now a manufacturing center veracruz owing to the recent deepening of its harbor has become the chief port on the gulf of mexico and tampico also has a considerable trade especially in petroleum acapulco on the pacific side has an excellent harbor and is a coal station for vessels end of chapter twenty five